Okay, cool. Hola, como estas? Welcome to another episode. It's the second last episode of the season. We are talking about how to attract everything that you want in life, whether it might be business, money, relationships, anything that you want. And the best person on the episode right now, we've got our co-founder of Tequila High Club, Eddie's back in Bali. What's up, bro? Namaste, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Law of attraction, man, like, this is my shit. People only see me as like business guy, fashion guy, but they don't understand the core of it. It's just me just attracting my businesses, my love life through law of attraction, mm-hmm. you know, which I discovered through the book. Uh, oh, actually, I didn't read the book yet. I watched the movie, the documentary, The Secret, mm-hmm. that opened up shitloads of uh, different possibilities in my life. And since then, I've just been attracting nonstop mm-hmm. to a point where I started getting to this rabbit hole of love attraction. And then I got too deep and went into the Abraham Hicks um, teaching. Mm-hmm. Those of you who are a big fan of love attraction, you wouldn't know who Abraham Hicks is. All right. It just, that's a rabbit hole. That's when mm-hmm. you get into deep. Because like the secret is very surface level. Yeah. Um, when you get into um, the Wayne Dwyer teaching. Um, it's still very surface level. You get deeper into it. You can get into the real scientific um, level of Joe Dispenza as Joe well. Joe Dispenza, yeah. um, you know, you need to get a little bit deeper. Yeah. But those guys, those people go through um, Abraham Hicks. Mm-hmm. And it, she's, she, you, she has a massive cult following because her teaching is not sellable. She was interviewed by Oprah. But even Oprah was like, look, I can't film you on TV because it'll freak a lot of people out. Mm. Um, I had to interview through audio, through the radio. Well, let's um, let's before we get into all that, because well, I I'll think we, can, that, we yeah. can go real depth, and let's uh, let's what get onto the second last bottle that we got for this uh, for this season. So, we've got this bottle here, which is actually got a lot of risk history. So, Casadores, it's a blanco. Uh, they actually started a hundred years ago. So in 1922, 1922, the recipe first began back in uh, Guadalajara's uh, in the... In Guadalajara. Guadalajara, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in the 1970s, the grandson. So they used to pass it down for, from recipe, you know, as, as they do. Mm-hmm. And 1970, the grandson um, actually got to the point to then start a distillery. And then he started creating and building the recipe and building some for the public. So... Um, they've actually got a hundred-year special bottles, uh, which is kind of like the Nieho, but um, a little bit better with a Reposados. Um, so that's kind of it was. But we're drinking the pure shit, the blanco. We're, we're drinking the pure the blanco, silver. which a lot of people in the world are now turning to as blanco mm. has come out of. I think this is the important thing that people need to know about blanco. Blanco is now the fastest-growing uh, type of tequila for everyone to drink. It's not any Reposado anymore. And this is because... It's well, a good mixer, right? You mix it's, it it's a good mixer, but people are now drinking a light whiskey on the rocks. And this is because more tequila companies are coming out with better Blancos. And now the agaves are actually taking time to actually harvest and ferment, etc. So now the Blancos are coming out with a lot better tastes. Um, before, the Reposados were very, very... Uh, popular because it was easy to drink because you had that kind of the richest mm. but now the distillery process through many different companies are getting better and better and better 
And so this is the reason why Blancos are now actually like the top performing tequilas out of all tequilas in the entire world. So I really want to get into this and see what exactly if this 100-year-old recipe is actually worth 100 years. So let's... um, Let's see if they haven't really fucked it up for the last 100 years if they've perfected this. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Oh, very strong. I I smell quite a sweetness to it, though. It's strong, but there's a sweetness at the end. Yeah, the first initial smell was just too intense. But it burns. I don't like that. It burns. What the? I don't know what the hell just happened to my mouth just then. That sat like a. That was. I had that reaction because this is what I first tasted when it when I took it in. I felt this lemon. taste immediately and it hit me so hard and then it was very bitter coming through there was no it didn't feel like there was smoothness until right at the end definitely not smooth i feel like i'm drinking ethanol flavored ethanol yeah i can't that's well that's it's like it's evaporating in the back of your throat straight straight to your nasal yeah and i'm like okay this is intense okay after this we have to take this shot though and then I don't know if I want to shoot this fucking, don't be a bitch bro <laughs> alright oh man that's just not getting better no it's not getting better this is the first Blanco we've had, on, we've had all I season I think this is not to, to sip this is to shoot I want this <sighs> overdone with I mean this is the Blanco that you would use for uh, for like margarita mixes and stuff all the time but this oh, that's is horrible this is this I've is had not 50, 100 other Blanco is better than this. I never really give. I don't. Every I always give this the guest the rating and always let them rate. But I'm giving this a fucking three out of ten. Wow, this is cool. One last round, cool. I'll be nice. I'll be four and a half out of ten. <laughs> I mean, it still has that okay. Sort of that flavor. that one is a bit. The better. last one's like this one. Get, this one's a little bit better now. Yeah. Okay. The flavor's starting to come in now. Hmm. Okay, now, okay. I think the first one is just too intense. As you get used to it, it gets better. I think your palate needs to get used to it. So I feel like this needs to have a a catalyst, right? So I think that block of ice Mm. will just really smoothen this process, this experience. Okay. I think we need, I think we should try that on the next one. Okay, so that was the first two, but let's have a shot. And let's see, because remember when you were on the show last time we had the Enyaho and we had the shot and it was so smooth and we're like, what the hell? It was so smooth. Okay, so make, I'm going to take that again. Hopefully, I can get this to more than a three out of ten. Let's go. Remember? You're not bad. It's, that wasn't that for me. That still wasn't as smooth. It did taste a lot better. Better. I probably give it a. I probably. I think because we had the sips at the beginning to get our palate used to it. Mm, I'd give. I'm going to give that. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of ten. I think it's gone up for me now. I think I like it. It's like mm-hmm. five and a half now to six. Yeah. Or six. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving it a four and a half. Yeah. Fair enough. But that's four and a half. It's four and a half straight. Let's see. Let's mm-hmm. mix some OJ to it. And um, mm-hmm. and then we'll figure out how it actually does taste. Give me a lot of ice. Yeah. So, okay, Eddie, we're talking about the law of attraction. Let's start off with all you, right, bro. Let me, let me go back to how it started. How it all began. Right, I think 
But I want to hear, like, I want to hear the main thing is like, I want you to tell me how you attracted a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll get to that, right? So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give you a context on how I got into it. Um, again, like I said, I'll, I'll discover the secret done by an Australian lady, Rhonda Byrne. Um, it started off as a documentary and then became a book, which is funny. Normally it's the other way around. We started off as yeah, a book yeah. and then became Cheers. a documentary. Cheers. To attracting right. everything that we fucking want. So, when I started watching the documentary, I was like, huh, this is interesting because then I started noticing in the past, that's what, how I manifested a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like the girlfriend that I was dating and, you know, the lifestyle, da da um, So, I, I read the book. I mean, I, I watched the documentary. And the whole thing is about, like, you visualize what you want and the universe will give it to you. All right? So, but that's very surface level. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to get into. But that's, and people make fun of it. So, like, oh, Eddie, if I just sit on the couch thinking I want a million dollars to come to me, I'm like, you're being a dick. <laughs> you know, because you're just very surface level. But once you understand the process of law of attraction, and it, it, it gets easier how to manifest. And we get into, like, vision board and all that later on. So, um, Basically, the you know people don't even like it. Actually, talks about the secret. Actually, talks about it's it's all it's not just about visualizing, thinking what you want, and universe gonna grant you, but it's all about the the vibration, the frequency, and I look at it like this: your vibration is like a magnet, right? You're a magnet, so you're attracting. If you're a depressed person, you're attracting more depressed people into your life. If you're a happy person, you're gonna attract more happy. People. If you're a rich person you're going to attract more rich people. That's how I look at it. But a magnet is not going to attract anything if you're just sitting on the same spot, right? Like it could be a fucking big-ass magnet if you're sitting in the middle of... No, you're not going to attract anything. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You need to move around. You need to move around. You need to do a thing. You need to start something. If you want to be successful in business, then you're going to start moving around to that industry. If you want to be successful in love, move around into that industry, get into the dating scene, da 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 All right, so I think that's the trick with the secret, people, the misconception of the secret is like, oh, I just don't have to do anything. I'll think about it and it's gonna come to me. It doesn't work like that. And I think that's the biggest tip for me, like what I find out through experience and as it gets easier, I find like, you know, just change your vibration and tune your frequency. Like for example, if you're on a radio station, um, I want to listen to 101.7, for example. If you are hit 101.6, you're going to hit static. You're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. But 0.1 difference, boom, suddenly you get a clear sound of what the radio station. It just that one degree of vibration makes such a big difference. Mm-hmm. So to me, the same thing. Like if I want to um, attract wealth, let go of my dream, whatever, I need to, uh, first of all, I need to dial into that frequency. And that's the hardest thing. It's not easy. I'm still training that. I'm still practicing that. Mm-hmm. I'm still improving that. So, um, but this is why I, I want to tell you the story of I have, what made me a huge believer. Right, so 25, I read the book. I, I keep saying, read the book. I watched the movie, the documentary, mm-hmm. The Secret, and I started implementing it. So there was a card that I wanted for a long time because, you know, in, in, the, in the movie, in the documentary, it says, if you, don't, if you want to start something small, you visualize the car park that you want every morning on the way to work and most likely if you, you're going to hit that car spot and the car parking bay. And that's a very small vision, right? Yeah. 
And then you start getting bigger. So like, all right, let's put a vision board of the house that you want, the car that you want. So I started putting a picture of the ideal. At the time, I wasn't thinking about Lamborghini and all that. I just like this Honda Type R. I think it's cute as fuck. Yeah, I put it on my, my wall. And I kid you not, a year later, I got the car. Generally, something happened. I started, I had the finance out of the blue. And I bought the car. Oh, shit. Fuck, rip that off. Mm-hmm. And then I had a vision. I want to date, you know, uh, a blonde girl, blue-eyed girl, a uh, blue-eyed girl, right? She's like, man, I had that vision. Manifest that. So it, the, the trick is you don't create resistance with the universe, right? People kind of like, I want money. And they keep asking about money, money, money. I want universe. Give me money. Give me money. Give me girlfriend. Give me boyfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's creating a resistance with the universe. So your vibrations is in the lack. You're in the lack mode because you keep asking the universe what you want. That means you're lacking it. That's why you're asking it. But if you start like putting your focus elsewhere, you're in the, um, in the mode of abundance. Mm-hmm. If you have a lot of money, you don't ask for money, right? Because you have got so much money coming in. That's why the rich gets richer, the poor get poorer. Yeah. And as I said, because they're attracting that and the rich gets richer because they're attracting that. And I'm a big, big believer of that. So if you're in a, um, in a situation where you're lacking money and you want to make more money, just living in an abundance mindset, like be more giving. It's a weird thing. Like Tony Robbins actually talked about it. when he was really poor, he had no money left. He ended up buying this kid who's taking his mom for a large money, his last bit of money, right? But he's in an abundance mindset. His last bit of cash that he gave away that kid, you know, he's not having that lack mindset he's having that abundance mindset mm-hmm. and since then that was his turning point he he talked about it a lot this turning point where fuck after that my life turned around do you know what i mean so the, I, I think it's very important when you dial into your abundance mindset which is a practice um this is where i want to get into like i'm a big believer of a law of attraction and when i was 25 when i started getting that car the girlfriend whatever i'm like holy shit i'm taking off boxes that I thought is impossible to get. I want to be in this, at the time there was a magazine that I want to be in, like High Beast, Sneaker Freaker. To me, that's unattainable. I want to be on TV. I want to make a million dollars, right? These are the, like, the goals that I felt unattainable. So I started visualizing, thinking I already have it. And then suddenly I'm on a TV show, Jose Ding Dance, mm-hmm. got to dance. And I'm like, oh shit, I just manifested that. And suddenly um, I got the car, like I said, right? Suddenly. I made a million dollars through my business, the store that I opened up, Jeremy, because I told myself, I want to make a million dollars when I'm 28. And then that happened, um, which is crazy because, but you, you have to understand, like you, you have to be in that mindset of you already have it. So you don't just stop asking for it. Mm-hmm. When you start asking for it and it's not going to come, you're creating resistance with the universe, um, which Abraham Hicks talk about. If you get into like, once you start getting this rabbit hole, which I was into, you know, especially um, the last couple of years, I was so into Abraham Hicks. Uh, if you're not, sh- uh, if you don't know who Abraham Hicks is, she's this lady. Her real name's Esther Hicks. Um, so she channels the whole story. She she managed to channel this spiritual being called Abraham. She calls it Abraham because she's switching to a different person. Um, she was in an interview with Oprah, and Oprah said, "Like, look, Esther, I can't." interview you on tv because it'll freak a lot of people like can you imagine like a girl a lady sitting on a couch this is what esther does is like two second breathing and suddenly she became abraham her eyes different change into a different look i'm going whoa the usual viewers they'll freak them out and my whole shit is she being possessed 
But she, in a way, she's being possessed. She says that, look, the spiritual being Abraham took over my... And even the way she talks is different. Um, the way she communicates, the way she answers questions is so different. And she's so like, so smart. She can answer you any question. I'm like, Abraham, how do I make $50 million? Abraham, how do I attract the man of my dream? Abraham, the woman of my dream. And she'll answer you. And her teaching is mainly about the vibration. You, first of all, you need to create that frequency, the vibration. She's still alive? Yeah. Yeah. She only, uh, funny enough, she only does cruises, right? She was in Australia like, last month. I didn't get the chance to see her. Which is one day I'll, I'll manifest like seeing her because it, she's super interesting. But people like... We'll have so, her on the show. Yes, please. Abraham Hicks, I would love to have you on the show. But Joe Dispenza, Wayne Dwyer, Bob Proctor... Tim Robbins, Tim, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, but Tony Robbins not so much. He is doesn't really admit his big believer law. Attraction. Tim Ferriss, Tim Ferriss. I'd love to have Andrew Huberman. Oh, me too. Imagine him last talking yeah. about like just oh, everything. I love Andrew. All the hell stuff. Yeah, but like going back to Abraham Hicks, like you know she's in the spiritual. I think she's like, to me, she's so deep into this law of attraction where you have to kind of, you have to kind of. It's like, do you want to do DMT? You know, to me, like Abraham Hicks's DMT of, you know, the law of yeah. attraction, you know, like, oh, you have to be ready to start listening to her teachings. Um, and the teaching is basically changing your frequency, like talking about swimming downstream rather than swimming upstream. Meaning, like I said, like you create a resistance by asking for money, where she's just like, let it go, let it go. Um, and that's why Wayne Dwyer is a big fan of Abraham Hicks because... Wayne Dwyer is also a student of Taoism. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Taoism. Taoism is this um, ancient Chinese teaching where if you take away values of certain things, so you no longer uh, put value. For example, like there's no beauty without ugly. Mm -hmm. You know, what's beautiful to you, what's ugly to you? There's no rich and without poor. That, exactly. All right. So you just take things as it is. There's no tall without short. No, no short without vibes. But if you just take things as it is, this tequila is that flavor. I don't know if I like it or not, you know what I mean? But I just accept it. That's gonna. That's what it tastes like. Añejo tastes like this. And Taoism, um, as I think, is a gateway to Abraham Hicks' teaching, which is like you got to swim downstream. Just get rid of the valleys. And that's when I get into this fucking rabbit hole, bro. I was just so deep into it. So we're getting pretty fucking deep here already early on. So let's let's get into the point where how did you then... You, so you went through 25 and going through that, mm. the secret and loving that as well. But then how did you actually start... Yeah, you've done the car and you got the girl. But let's talk it and then you're going into the your business, right? And you man, how, do you, how do you manifest a million dollars in a business? Because it's not like... I'm just, I, I want a million dollars in the business, but does you manifesting make you then believe in a certain way, which then you attracts certain people, but then gets you into a site of confidence to be able to direct your business it's to a, get to a, that? Attraction is a funny thing, right? I have a goal and I set it up and the key is to forget about it, to let it go detach from that goal. And um, for example, I want a million dollars. And this is why, for me, it's getting harder because now my goal is getting higher. I'm so attached to that goal, it's so much harder for me to let go. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm, I'm still a student to this game. Right now, I'm like, my goal is not a million dollars anymore. It's like a billion dollars. Right? Like, but now I'm so attached to that idea. I need to learn how to let go from that idea of being becoming a billion dollars company. 
right? And there's still a practice to me day to day. I'm still practicing, trying to like let go of the, um, you know, like you create friction with the universe. Like your frequency is not dialed in properly. Once you dialed in, and just everything should be easy. Everything should come to you. Uh, it should. It just be like again, like swimming downstream. Can you imagine swimming downstream? Compared to swimming upstream, mm -hmm. you're fucking struggling. You're like a salmon going up to your, you know, trying to have that mating season. Um, and and I think life it should be like that. Like if it's not, like so many times I set a goal, right? And I thought my route is going to be like this, but then universe took me into a different route. But I want more detail, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say let, this. let me let me give you a like let me give you a context like proper detail, right? So when I um, watched the, like the secret, and I was like, all right. I want to, because at the time, there's so many books about how to become, how to make a million dollars by 30. And I said, oh, I want to make a million dollars by 28. Yeah. Right. I didn't know how to do it, but that's my goal. All right. So when I was 26, 27, got enough capital either to start a business or buy a house and end up going to two business. Right. This is, again, I'm not thinking about making a million dollars. I'm just doing it. And then this is where the universe is taking me. All right. All right, Eddie, like you're going to have a store. I'm like, and that store is going to generate a million dollars. But did that just come into your mind? No, I didn't think about it, but that was the... And then after I reached that, I go, holy shit, that's what I had in my vision board. Okay, so put it, okay, put it in context because this is where people get lost and I don't like to go in, into like too much depth on this because we've got all different types of people watching. I mean, this fucking show has been about to kill it, right? I want it to be... And the reason I'm going to talk about later on Joe Dispenza because I love the scientific side to it. Not the so-called... me to sleep, to be some, honest. <laughs> some fucking chick has, like, got possessed. Like, mm. immediately, people were going, like, oh, right. Eddie, you're yeah. fucking... You've lost it already. Yeah. So, what I want to put this into context of is that, okay, so you've manifested this and you've attracted and you said, okay, I want to make a million dollars by 30, right? You've done 28. well... By 28. And then you've done well with uh, your, your all your dancing and everything like that before and you've built, you know, the brands and stuff and you made the money. Now you've got this money, Right. And now you're like, okay, cool, what do I do with it? Now, is this now come along the way? Did you say I want to open up my own shop or, and I want to revolve this around the attraction, did an opportunity come to you and then you, so technically you attracted it, right? Because you've already been manifesting. So did an opportunity come to you to be able to start your own fashion store well, that's what I'm or saying. office? Like, it, it was in my original blueprint. To make that million dollars, I had a different blueprint making that million dollars. I thought I was gonna be a dance superstar. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That was like my pathway. That was my initial goal. Yeah, but an opportunity came still to you. And then right? I got segued into fashion, into the store, right? And then I ended up yeah, making but a how? million dollars. Well, how do you is, segue? This is why I find law of attraction so interesting. But that's what I'm asking. I was like, did you? Did you get an opportunity? Did someone come to you and go, you should do like a fashion? Um, no, no, I didn't come. Someone didn't come to me. But the opportunity is like the money came in out of the blue, right? And then I've been wanting to do a store for a long time. And then that ended up giving like me reaching that million dollar. But I didn't think that was I would, that's how I'm going to reach that million dollar. Yeah, I know. But I'm, this is what I'm talking about, right? Because like it's, it's it, to me, it's sounding like all over the place. I want fucking, for me, I want bang, bang, bang. Yeah, well, everyone's it, getting well, that's lost, what I'm right? saying. It didn't happen like bang, bang, bang. Yeah, it, I know. It, but like throw me sideways. Yeah, I know. But it threw you sideways, but you still wanted to open up a store, right? Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. So you got the money and then you're like, how do I make, you know, this, you know, and you thought you were a dancer, but then it took you in to 
That's yeah, what I'm saying. Story, yeah, like, yeah. This is why I'm okay. finding Law of Attraction so funny because the route do you think you're gonna take, they take you to a different route. Yeah. But you end up ending this end up the same uh, you still hit the same the same destination. destination that you want, yeah. And the same thing with the uh, relationship thing, right? Okay, so you said an interesting thing before then that okay, you usually put something up on the board and then you kind of let it go, right? And you say, yeah. like, "Hey, I've yeah. written it, I've manifested it, right? So I believe it, it's going to happen." And then it's 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 on the shelf, it's there, it's ready. Mm-hmm. To, I'm going to get it eventually. So does this mean that people, when they, most people, are fixated on one journey? And thinking that's the only way they need to go. So now people need to understand that. Believe and truly sit down. And there's nothing wrong with you wanting to expand yep. that idea of like, you know, you said before, a million dollars. Now you want to make it a billion. And now you kind of try and you know, expand mm. that, that way of um, feeling. Because it's not a way of thinking. It's a way of feeling the a billion. Way feeling, the emotional yep. statement. But it's okay that, hey, if you're going this way. You might just need to turn, or need to turn, or you might just randomly something come, and then you pop to the right, and then that comes that's around. That's what I'm saying. It's like it should be a downstream swim, mm-hmm. not an upstream swim. So like, everyone should go with the flow. Then go with the flow. Go with your. Don't try to force it against your will. Uh-huh. Joey, you know, the universe has its own way of taking you to the route that you should be taking. Yeah. Right. So to me, I almost gone bankrupt three times. Right, but I, I understand the universe taking me to mm. a different journey. For so long, I was fighting and fighting. Like for example, I used to be the biggest dealer, like stockers for Nike and Adidas in my town, but it was such an upstream swim. Yeah. So now I have to let go. I don't need the big giants in my business anymore. So now I'm like swimming downstream, and my business just escalating. Mm-hmm. Right. So whatever you do, like just have faith of your destination, and just. Go through the roller coaster. Like a roller coaster goes up, down, mm-hmm. loop around the clock, and you make you feel sick, but then you're going to end up in a destination. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like the best way, the best analogy for a law of attraction. You're always going to hit with a different path. Mm-hmm. Like the more you're kind of fighting it, the more you're resisting it, the more you're going to not get that, not again. It's just going to create more detours. Mm-hmm. A lot I- of people like having too many detours, they end- never end up getting there. Yeah, I agree on that 100%. Uh, if you look at my whiteboard in my room, you'll see like the number that I have mm. on there, right? Which mm. is in the billions. And, but it's, I originally thought because of what I was in before, like the blockchain stuff, yeah. I thought that was going to take me. I honestly, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and you and me both know what's, you know, eventuated with that. Uh, but now it's like moving on to these different things. And it's, I still feel, this is the really interesting right thing is that, and this is what you know, um, Joe says a bit about this, but other people say, I mean, I think um, uh, Bob Proctor said this as well, is that you never know. You want to have the goal big enough. I think Tony even says this. Yeah, the goal big enough to not know how you're actually going to get there. But if you feel it and that is you, ever since I was little, I always knew that this, that amount of money and my lifestyle and what I have to build around it is going to mm-hmm. be that. It's never changed and like things have always changed and you go through these different journeys. Never, yeah, detour. But it's not stressing that, okay, cool, that thing's done, but just be happy and grateful that I'm still enjoying everything that I'm doing and mm-hmm. things are always going to work out. Yeah. You might have to struggle a little bit, but then... It's route, yeah. I feel like, you know, like like I said, I, I didn't plan to open up shop, but that ends up to be where I am now and became my identity now. I'm like a fashion guy now, which is like, I didn't plan to be a fashion guy. Yeah. I'd, but, I'd actually like to call you a fashion mobile, but 
Yeah, but you know, it's, it's never like my identity for a long time was I'm a dancer, I'm a yeah. b-boy. I never want to be known as a fashion guy. So you what does, mean? what does, okay, okay, can you can, law of attraction, right? But how does gratefulness plug into this as well? Because you well, can attract this goes back stuff. into that, that vibration of abundance. When you're grateful, you're content. Glass is half full, not yeah. half empty, you're content. So when you're saying thank you for this today that I'm having this tequila and orange juice, spending time with you, uh, I'm back in Bali again. What are, what are some ways to be Because that vibration, like, like just saying that out loud, if you say that gratefulness, like saying that out loud, I love to say that out loud every day. You feel that, you. that kind of nice little... This vibration, yeah. you get this like, I'm getting goosebumps already just saying yeah. that, right? Because I'm, I'm like vibration, very, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Um, before you know it, like, you know what? In life is good mm-hmm. and you're gonna attract that life is good you can attract that like do you want to be i mean i know so many millionaires millionaires not happy i mean they get where they are but they they're focused they're, they're attracting that but they're not really focusing on the happiness mm-hmm. they're not attracting happiness right to me it's like the main thing i'm like i want to attract money and happiness yeah right so like i love going back <clears throat> my biggest mentor i'm like i studied a lot of jim uh sorry tony robbins uh, Abraham Hicks, you know, Bob Proctor, Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. um, Grant Cardone, Ed Meyer, like all these entrepreneurs, billion dollars worth. But to me, the number one mentor has always been Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn, yeah. I, thought, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rohn has like changed my life. So who, those of you who don't know who Jim Rohn is, he's the, like Tony Robbins' mentor. Mm-hmm. How I discovered Jim Rohn was because Tony Robbins was my biggest idol for the longest time, I want to be doing what Tony Robbins does, help millions of people, mm-hmm. help the businesses, do a lot of public speaking, change their lives, cure from bloody suicidal thoughts and attempts and shit. But he always mentioned Jim Rohn. To point around, who the fuck is this Jim Rohn guy? Right? So I, then I went Jim to, was actually Tim, um, Tony's mentor, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so then I went to another rabbit hole, right? This is before Abraham Hicks rabbit hole, I went to the Jim Rohn rabbit hole. So you got Tony Robbins here, Jim Rohn is the mentor, and above Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn is Earl Shof, and above Earl Shof is Earl Nightingale. Mm-hmm. And those of you who don't know who Earl Nightingale is, he started this whole um, course, uh, self-development about law of attraction, business development. So before Earl Nightingale, there's Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And Napoleon Hill is the guy who wrote Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. who made tons of millionaires and billionaires, lots of money. Um, so the book was basically um, Napoleon Hill interviewing people like Thomas Alpha Edison, Andrew Carnegie, um, the, the richest man at the time. And the, like he would find what's, what's in common here? What's the, what's the pattern? What's mm-hmm. the blueprint here? And if you read the book properly, it's a lot of law of attraction. It talks to, I mean, it didn't make it, it they didn't really like market it. It's like a law of attraction book. But if you read it, it says the universe will grant you this if you have this mindset. Every now and then, like in the chapters, it will mention that. But it's like they repackage as a business book, right? Like it talks about building your mastermind, doing this and this as like a business um, blueprint. But if you take the underlying core of it, it's a law of attraction book. To me, when I read that, I was like, this is, this is like the secret, but on steroids. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is what the secret is based off, um, thing growage. That's why I went to this rabbit hole. But as I go up, I go, Jim Rohn, holy fuck. The way he teaches, he's such a poet. Um, you know, he talks about 
life is like seasons. You got to be ready for your summer, spring, mm -hmm. autumn, winter. You know, you can freeze to death in, in winter or you can enjoy it snowboarding and stuff in winter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like reap what you sow. When the spring comes, you got to make sure you be ready to reap what you sow. This sort of shit I love. Like even my favorite course, don't focus on my, don't major on minor things. Yeah. Meaning like don't major on like getting fucked up, drinking, partying, what you should be like majoring on like big things that you, you want. And I love Jim Rohn's way of delivering. And then I started researching our show of his mentor and I couldn't relate to it. I researched Earl Nightingale, I couldn't relate to him because they were talking in this 1920s, mm. <laughs> that lingo. Yep. And I just like, ah, I can't relate. But Jim Rohn, I just so relate to it. To him, his yeah. teaching. Have he you... passed away recently. I'm like, ah, recent bit. So did was... um, Bob Proctor as well. Yeah, Bob Proctor. And um, and I felt kind of sad for Bob, you know, because he, he's like, his teaching is all about the the subconscious. And I, and mm -hmm. I felt like he, he just um, cut short a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bob got me really onto diving into that subconscious understanding on and that's I, the vibration man like yeah you know, it talks about that you know and i think this is this is worries my because i went from bob proctor and then you you actually got me onto joe dispenser um mm. you know, I, I, I can't listen to him he's just too boring for me to listen to he's very monotone see to me i love him because oh, i'm very sleep. like you I'm and ADHD. me you and me academically are different people yeah. The, I love science. I used to love physics. I, I love, love science. Just the way you deliver it, I'm like, bro, I'm just, you, you but I, me there. But I love the science aspect, so I'm very yeah, intrigued. Yeah. That stuff, like, fucking, I'm attentive, man. Yeah, so you're more uh, scientific analysis, where I'm more of, like, spiritual, emotional analysis. Right? Yeah. That's why I connect with Abraham Hicks. She's very emotional yeah. um, when she's teaching about Abraham, uh, law of attraction. Well, Joe's more scientific, so I yeah. just kind of relate to it. I'm ADHD. So like when I listen to that, oh, but here's here's my perspective, right? On reason why everyone should at least just like listen to it, not yeah, so much his. I think his podcast where he's talking and being interviewed by someone is really good, opposed to maybe if you are like yourself and then kind of like listening to his big long forms. Here's what kind of got me onto it and made me really understand the subconscious on that level. Uh, Joe Dispenza, I'm sorry, not Joe Dispenza, um, Bob Proctor talks about um how to no how to be born um to be born rich or something like that i think that's one of his books but there's a chapter in it where he explains we go through the day-to-day -day thing right so we wake up we have a coffee we look at our phone we have um we brush our teeth we go to work uh we spend eight hours there lunch then we go home see our family again whatever maybe we're by ourselves maybe we see a girl maybe we see a guy uh, watch netflix whatever maybe read a book depending on what you're doing then sleep and you go around that's the same thing every single day now what happens is that for us to actually learn anything new or to change the way we feel or think takes a while for us to really retrain our subconscious now for everyone who doesn't understand this, your subconscious believes anything that you believe, but your body believes anything that your subconscious believes. So this means that if you keep, and I learned this in this chapter, is that if you keep writing, say you want a million dollars, right? This is where you and me are different and you and me disagree on this, is that you're write something down, let it go, I'm different. I know that every single day we have different people, different environments coming and trying to change our mind or our routines are the same and we're trying to change it but it's very hard so for me in the beginning uh you know bob proctor talks about okay every single day write down 
I'm happy and grateful now that I earned a billion dollars. So this is like where I find it like that for me that doesn't work as well because that's creating um, the friction with that the universe, right? Because like when I'm asking, like for example, I, I did that whole thing where like, um, so Bob Proctor's teaching is basically on Think Grow Rich where you, you write a card on a card, how you're going to make your money, your wealth and, and the time frame and what you're going to give back so basically, I think Grow Rich says, like, you write a card, what are you going to offer, and how much you're going to make, by what date you want to make it. And then you read it over again, until you train your subconscious to believe that. Right? How much time do you spend on Instagram? Nine hours a day. I know. <laughs> so I want to go back to this, though, and why this is important. For you, Eddie, it's different, okay? You no, no, but I, I tried two ways. So I've tried Rob Proctor's way, and I tried Abrahamic's way. I, I know, but I'm, like, you're not the average person, and I'm fucking calling this out, mm. right? You, you're like maybe when you were younger, sure, but when you, dude, when you became like the top fucking b boy in the fucking world, number one, that's a fucking confidence booster. That means mm. that you can do anything you fucking want. How many people in the world become the best in the fucking world? Very fucking little, right? So, this is the reason why Bob Proctor, I feel, is great for everyone um, who maybe is battling confidence and feeling. So, when he, when you write it every single day, you're reminding yourself every day and you're putting the thoughts of what you want into your mind to retrain your subconscious. And you do that and you concentrate and you focus on that very, it's like five minutes, you write it down and you're retraining yeah. your brain and conscious, right? Now, when I learned that and I started doing that, I see it quite an interesting change in my life in a short 100%. period of time. But what really made a difference was really understanding it from the scientific level from Joe. So when I started listening to Joe's, when you and me chatted about Joe, I, uh, you got me onto one of his podcasts and then I went to America for three months and I remember it was in Vegas living there for a month and I was like running to the gym every day and I was listening to his podcast and just the, the scientific understanding on how our subconscious really reacts to our mind and brain waves. Yeah, but also like you, you got to remember like <clears throat> if I write it down and I said, I'm a six foot two basketball NBA player, um, when I read that, I don't believe that. Yeah, but I'd also call you a fucking spastic for even fucking writing that because you're. Yeah, but not. like, you know, but like, there's a certain limit. Like, if you believe it, it when you, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the Abraham Hicks is like onto a different level after Joe Dispenza, right? Because like, you're creating that, like I said, the downstream swim. Mm -hmm. If you're reading that and you believe you have that confidence of making that true, it's going to come true. Yeah, but also, you're not like, you want to get to a point, right? Where. I mean, because I agree with that once you like believe it, then yes, it should be like, it's like this. If you are a baby and you start crawling, right? Then you start walking. You're not but, remember. You're not. You're getting complex. Yeah. It's like, but that's love training. That's what I'm saying. Like love training is like training, like baby step. Like it gets easier as I. Okay, do so more let's of it. let's talk about steps then, right? Yeah. yeah so, so let's talk about steps. Joe just spent. I mean, Bob Proctor. Write every single day to retrain your subconscious so then you start believing and mm -hmm. you start focusing and start remembering. Now, this is the thing I didn't say. One of the powerful things about writing that down was every single day, people live in a world where they live in a bubble, correct? Mm -hmm. Now, you talked about before a million dollars and you want to make a billion. Now, it's like now your trick and mm -hmm. your, you need to grow your feeling to be able to be like, cool, it is like a billion, right? Mm -hmm. How many people live in a fucking ceiling? You know, they, they live a nine-to-five, everything like that. For them to expand, it's very hard. What I found with Bob Proctor was 
when I was writing this down, I'm happy and grateful now that I make a million dollars a day, happy and grateful now that I have, my wife is X, Y, Z. How good does it make you feel, right? Right? Yeah. But then, after doing that month in, month out, I started to feel an expansion where I was, instead of writing a million dollars a day, I was like, I feel like this is not enough anymore. So now I'm like $10 million a day. And when I wrote $10 million a day, I kind of felt like, yes, but no, but I kept writing it. And now I started training my subconscious. So over I think that's, that's the key right there. Like, don't have like a goal that's so high that you get discouraged from achieving it. Because remember, like if I go straight away, I want to make $30 million by next year. I'm like, yeah. and when you don't hit it, you get discouraged and you start losing. So you're not vibrating that. Yeah. So start small and get used to like manifesting. Get better at manifesting first. Small things. And because once you start getting better at manifesting, the big the big manifestation is going to come Because if you, you get a, a, lot a little easier. win, then you're like, yes. Once you start used to the little wins, the big wins going to come a lot mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Swimming downstream. Don't try to create fucking yeah. friction with the universe where you're swimming upstream. Mm-hmm. Right? So like to me, when I was writing a lot of shit down, that's creating a lot of friction. Like, you know, um, from yeah. the universe. Yeah, I right? mean, yeah, 100%. If you're saying like, I want to make $100 million. Yeah, it doesn't make okay, sense. Cool. But, but today I'd like, be like, oh. But, you, but you're the fucking hot I mean, from like last episode, like you're the hot fucking 10 out of 10 who works at Macca's as a cashier. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, you need to have, cool, I want to like double my income next year. Yeah, or, it can be like, hey, look, I want to sign two new clients this week. Yeah. And then when you have that, oh shit, I'm going to sign 10 new clients. But the cool, Grand Cardone has a good, I think, I, I think Grand Cardone as well, let's add him into this conversation because if you're going to write down like what you want, right? Let's say you're making, let's say you're making 50 grand a year, right? Mm. 50 grand a year, take home then what you should be writing down is like, how can I 10X that? How can I make half a million dollars a year? Because really, to make a 10X in your income, it might not be your company, like that your job, but there might be some, if you start expanding your mind, well, I want to make half a million dollars. I'm not too sure how that is going to be, but look, it's only 10X. Yep. Let me try and figure out. Like That's going back to that thing where you're like, have your destination ready. Mm-hmm. The universe going to like, give you the pathway to it that way to get 10x your business might not necessarily be how you envision it how you plan it how you blueprinted yeah. it do you know what I mean like for me like when i i'm starting my new app at the moment i fuck man like tech is a new thing for me i'm so new to tech, mm-hmm. right but how do i as soon as i put that into the universe i want to have a tech company that are out of the blue universe go up oh, meet someone who's in tech and like in the last 10 years i never met mm-hmm. anyone in tech yeah. Suddenly, I start meeting people in tech. This is where I find like law of attraction is so so as long powerful. as as long as you believe in as exactly you believe your destination, and not like your destination, downstream, yeah. downstream. Don't try to force anything against your will. Do you know, what I mean? just just even like if the universe takes you into bankruptcy, just understand that's gonna be your path mm-hmm. into success. Okay, we hear about this phrase where you should not tell people your ideas or your dreams. Um, do you believe that? Yes. You know why? Because when you start saying it to people, you start doubting yourself. And that's creating again the resistance with the universe, the friction with the universe. I'm like, oh, fuck. Maybe I can't do this. So I would, if you have ideas and like vision, keep it to yourself. I have my vision board on my phone yeah. and I don't let anyone see it because like as soon as people see it, oh, is that your vision? I go, oh, shit. Now I'm doubting it. This like doubt. I'm like, oh, shit. Like mm-hmm. the the uh, imposter syndrome like oh maybe i'm not a fucking billionaire yet yeah right and then you create more resistance with the universe keep it to yourself 
and then you can brag about it once you once you're there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the more you talk about it with your friends, the more you stop believing in the idea. And I noticed that a lot of people, the more you talk, the less you actually do because the more you talk about it, it feels like you're actually doing something, but you're not. Yeah, I, I see a lot. You know what they say? There's an Indonesian saying, um, what is it? Tong kosong brubunyar. Yeah. It's mainly like a, a, an empty barrel sounds a lot louder than a full barrel, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, I see, you hear that all, like you see that all the time. People just like brag, 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 brag. You go, man, you got nothing. You got no depth. That's why you're selling so much. Mm-hmm. And then the billionaires, they don't talk much. I'm like, well, brother. Yeah. And they got so much depth. Like, I don't need to show what I've got. Mm-hmm. John, again, um, I think it just, it's just testament to, to that. But yeah, man, I live my life through a lot of attraction, even, you know, um, in relationships. And when you, I stop looking, they come to me because I'm in abundance. I'm not looking. I'm not creating resistance mm-hmm. with the universe. Um, so yeah, like I, I love this new journey, the spiritual journey. Yeah, to me, like when you mix spiritual and like business, it's like oh, it's so interesting. Jeremy, mm-hmm. how much how much does meditation come into your game of attracting? Do you meditate a lot at all? Like, what's what's your role? I try to, but I'm so ADHD, bro. Like, my mind goes hundred miles per hour. As soon as I wake up, boom, like goes. But I think. I meditate everywhere now. Like today, I just had a massage this morning. So as I was getting a massage, I was doing my, my breathing, just being more present. Mm-hmm. And I love that. You know, I think... Was that at Flame? Huh? Was that at Flame? <laughs> Flame Spa. Shout out to Flame Spa. No, not Flame Spa. I went to Jamuli Spa in Bali. Oh, yeah. The one I told you. you know. Yeah, my favorite. How fucking good is that place, bro? How good. It's just Instagrammable as well. Influencer. Best thing I liked about Jamuli is when I first went there is um, they rubbed this uh, like it's kind of like this uh, alcohol and make you scent breathe in. and they breathe make you it? breathe it in. So yeah. you get like a little bit oh. high and you fully relax. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever had that before. Mm. And also, spa, like so many spas, why do you not have the fucking headrest over the, fuck, over the bed? Because my neck, my Adam's apple, like hits, like if you got, like if you stand in the, in the rectangle bed and then they put like the mm, hole in the middle. Yeah. Dude, my Adam's apple fucking gets like hit all being the time. All the time. Dude, I'm fucking dying, bro. Yeah, this one was like a big headrest. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. I love Jamu. And amazing. it put like um, pillow, it's just so cushiony. I was like fucking yeah. asleep a little bit. It's the bit. best place. If you guys ever come to Bali, like fucking come to top, go to Jamu. Top Jamu's. spa place, Flame Spa number one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jamu. If you know what Flame Spa is, shout out to Flame Spa. Shout out, Rick. And and number two, Jammu. I went to Body Spa, Body Body Works. I know Body Works. Body Works Spa. It's very like Moroccan style, Instagrammable, very influencer kind of vibe. But the <sighs> massage was meh. meh. I went to Spring Spa, great. You know, again, quite Instagrammable, but they, mm-hmm. you know, it's great. But they're always so busy. Jammu, I would sh- uh, I would give shout out to in Bali in Changu. Yeah. Um, we're not endorsed by Jammu, but Jammu, if you need some influencer comment and give us some free treatment we'll do we'll tequila do high club at, um, on season two at yeah i want to figure Jamu. out who the, who's the founder of jamu i want to know who you, the owner is what's the story she's russian is she yeah of course one of my friends victoria is very good friends with her yeah and jamu is like traditional japanese you mm-hmm. know thing right and i'm like huh and so i thought it was like indonesian the way that they built, like she's built the business has been amazing. So they yeah. opened up during COVID here. Right. And uh, all they had was like the front room. So you know how you came in and you saw the stairs that went yes. up? The concrete What's field? upstairs? They didn't have, 
Oh, where'd you, did you go in the... I'll go downstairs. I didn't you didn't go to the private room. Oh, yeah. I think you went in the private room, bro. Yeah, I went to the private room. So originally they just had, so that was blocked off, right? There was no stairs. There was no concept room, just blocked off. And then so you just have that area and you'd have mm. like the shared rooms. And so that had, that was in, um, uh, in uh, COVID. And then COVID opened up. She was like consistently booked out nonstop. And then they, she'd already had ideas to expand. So she expanded yeah. that. So now there's six private rooms upstairs, but the private rooms are like huge, dude. And so yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't go to the private room. I went to the downstairs. Yeah, one. you went to the downstairs one. So when you go upstairs, but she's expanding. She owns the land behind. So if mm. you go upstairs, you see she's building another, dude, it's, it's going to be the busiest, which I'm, I'm stoked I love about. concrete star. I love concrete, man. Concrete cactus. It's the best. best. It's the best. Oh, it's, yeah. Shout out to Jammu. Yeah. I'm so zen right now. A good deep tissue massage. Yeah. I need to. I need to go get a massage after I got hit by yeah. that band. Yes. Feel like very namaste. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of attraction, man. Like to me, that's a life changing thing. Yeah. Everyone should. If you think you know law of attraction is too spiritual, and you know if you're a guy and you think it's a bunch of bullshit, it's not. It's Again, like I think you, everyone needs to, because everyone's different. You and me are like a completely opposites. Um, yeah, we, we're the same on a lot of levels, but like we're also opposite on a lot of levels. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah, yeah, basically. And I think we need everyone needs to understand that it's a journey that you need to understand how to figure out for yourself. So let's say okay, let's give people pointers because this has been pretty fucking deep, and mm. I think we could just end with this on here's some like ABCs of of basically giving people direction. So for me. I would say definitely if you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, number one. Number, number one. one, that's like, I think you and me agree both. That's the first thing you should yep. do. Or The Secret. And then The Secret, definitely watch that I'll as well. i go the other way around. I go The Secret first and then Think and Grow Rich okay. after. So do that. Because um, I mean, yeah, because you can smash the documentary mm -hmm. in like, you know, 45 minutes. Um, and then th Think and Grow Rich. Uh, for me... I Bob mean, Proctor? definitely, you could, no, you could do, you could start watching Joe, um, um, Jim Rowan on YouTube. Yeah, but Jim Rowan's more business development. Yeah, but, but his stuff. It's not so much love attraction. Yeah, but the, but this is all comes into it. I still think his philosophy in life is still very good to relax. Yeah. And to just be like, so I think you could, as you're doing that, as you're reading Think and Grow Rich, go watch a few videos of Jim Rowan. I have to think Roach for sure, because yeah. you're starting to yep. get into that mindset. Yep. And then I think Bob Proctor. Um, yep. he's got a number of books. Um, you're born rich. That's, yep. that's what the book I wrote. That's a really good book to start off with. Um, then also YouTube. Um, and then for me, so for me, it's Joe Dispenza on listening to his podcasts first, where he's being interviewed, mm. where he talks about the mind and how the yeah. mind yeah. works and subconscious. Then you guys can figure out, okay, is this for you or not? But for me, it helped me to understand from Bob, working on the subconscious to go, okay, well, mm. if I keep training my mind, and this is the thing I didn't say, is like for, for, Bob, uh, for Joe, he explains that when you start telling yourself the same thing over and over and over, over it, you get yourself into a vortex where it expands and that happens on a biological level. And that biological level is very important that it turns into energy. Yep. And so go from there and then, so for me, and then I'm kind of moving into now I'm kind of like a little bit all over the place. I yeah. have different ways of meditating, stuff like that. But I've got a really good understanding now on how the... Like I go a further level down into the level... So then you go into Abraham, Abraham Hicks. Hicks, yeah. This is where 
you're starting to understand where Brock, Proctor's coming from and Joe Dispenza coming from. See, this is the thing. I never said this like in this episode, but I started listening to Abraham Hicks and I thought she was cuckoo. Fucking too left field, bro. Yeah. See, I, I love that because like, I've resonated. It makes sense because um, Abraham Hicks, you talk about Vortex. She has a book called The Vortex mm-hmm. and Love Attraction. So her t- this is where it gets so interesting. I go, wow, a new concept, new level unlocked for me, right? As soon as I go from a secret surface level, thinking and you attract it, yeah, cool, surface level. And then you go down into think grow rich, get a believe it, da da da, and then Bob Proctor, you get a built up subconscious, and you dispense the same thing, like your vibration, da da da, you can, you can scientifically measure the aura and your vibration coming out of your body, your yeah. mind, da da da, scientifically. Um, but when you get into Abrahamics, this is her teaching, right? So when you're thinking it, this is where it goes back to all the teachings above and Abraham Hicks, the umbrella of it all, mm-hmm. right? So like, and the way she explains it, and I, I think you should really um, listen to YouTube and I, I listen to it every single day. Um, so basically when you think it, what you want, you're putting that into the vortex. So you have this, Vortex. Imagine you're on DMT, right? You go, you know, mm-hmm. when you take DMT, it goes to a different universe. Yeah. And I feel like that's the vortex, right? So when you have putting like things that you want, you put it into the vortex. Oh, I want this person into my life. Put into the vortex. The business, the car that I want, the house that I want, it's in the vortex. Now you have that ready to go in the vortex. Now you got to act like a radio station where you go, all right, what do I dial in to get that? To manifest. Mm-hmm. All right. Like I said, 101.7. Oh, um, 9.43. Oh, manifesting that. And that's the, basically the core of, of her teaching. Mm-hmm. And I find it so true. Where I go, all right, what do I need to dial in to get what I want? Or right, I need to do this. And I need to like stop overthinking about that. And just like swim downstream or all these steps. And she teaches all the time. And at the end of the day, it's like she's teaching you um, when you're happy you're going to be, um, it's a lot easier to manifest. Mm-hmm. And like, again, when you're happy, your vibration is different to when you're sad. You're creating a lot of friction, resistance with the universe. Because you're like, ugh, I'm so unhappy. But when you're happy, like shit is gone your way all the time. If you're, when you're unhappy, how do you become happy again? Well, this is when you start going into Joe Dispenza's or just running it down. If you're like, in, if you're depressed, having a lot of anxiety, I would recommend switching that, like training and forcing yourself to think the other way until you start believing you're that. Mm-hmm. Because it becomes like, you know, what you're just been saying, it becomes your personality and mm-hmm. da, 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 just based on like your your habit and all that shit, right? So you're, you're starting sad, but then if you're sad 24-7, you become a depressed mm-hmm. person because yeah. that's your personality now. So change that mindset. And I think Tony Robbins touched on that as well. Break that habit of being sad. Mm-hmm. Let's start being happy for a bit. Why you been sad for the last 30 days? Yeah. Ah, what's funny? Let's watch some comedy. Let's joke around. Have a, a lull. Yeah. Have a lull, you know? And before, and then start changing. Oh shit, my frequency is not here anymore. I'm getting disruptive. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get freak, like I'm start vibrating higher now instead of like yeah. low vibration. And people with low vibration, depressed people, they attract more low vibrational mm-hmm. people as well, right? And people with high frequency, they're going to attract more happy people. Mm-hmm. And to, like, to me, if you're down here, hunt, Let's try getting you up there, but until you get used to it. Once you get used to it, you're gonna start vibrating. It's gonna mm-hmm. like things gonna start working for you. I've seen so many people like 
And right now, where we at now, people are so depressed, so anxious. And how many suicides have you seen this season? Yeah, a lot. A lot. I'm like, I've, I lost so many friends this season. I was just like, they couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's why I'm adamant. Like, if I know how to reach out, guys, all you need to just, like, find what you're happy is trying to look for that. Mm-hmm. What I love what Jim Rohn said. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be wealthy, study wealth. Mm-hmm. If you want to be happy, study happiness. Yeah. It's not that hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, and people just don't want to do that. They want to study that. They want things to come their way. Yeah. And most of the time, things that just don't happen because you're vibrating that subconsciously. You're vibrating with the low frequency. You're going to get more things. Like, how many times do you see people like, oh my God, it's someone just fucking, I get fucked over by this person. Mm-hmm. Or I just lost money because that's their vibration. Their vibration low frequency. They're just going to start attracting all the fucking trauma and drama into their life yeah and they get so used to it right so you need to change your habit change your frequency and then your life's gonna improve drastically Mm -hmm. drastically i think that's that's the key i think that's fucking perfect bro the only thing i drink tequila because it's (laughs) a fucking drink that keeps you happy the only (laughs) alcoholic drink that's an upper yeah every other alcohol is depressing this is Cheers gang, gang. to high frequency. Cheers. You. Tequila high club. Tequila high club. Let's go. Yeah, the only thing I what's can... What's your... um? I, I want to know what the view is like. What's your law of attraction moments? I feel like you have so much to share. Mm. We want to listen to it. Um, and like, what's your aha moment through love attraction? Who do you listen to? Are you more of a Joe Dispenza person? Or are you more Abraham Hicks person? Um... You know, how far do you go into this love attraction? And, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, we want to he- hear all that. Yeah. I think the the last thing, only thing I want to say is like one sentence is we're so focused on having like positivity and always like thinking positive thoughts. But has have we ever thought about just limiting our negative thoughts? If we limited our negative thoughts and focus more on yeah. that, automatically like our... our there was positive. a study like what's more effective, like thinking more positive or cutting down your negative thoughts. Yeah. And I think the more efficient way is cutting down your negative thoughts. 100%. Yeah. Because you can have like 100 positive thoughts and if negative thoughts are 1,000, that fucks you up even more. Yeah, exactly. So it just means more work if you're trying to like just make more positive thoughts. I think thoughts. the best way is like, again, the Taoism teaching where you kind of lose the value. If say someone passed away and instead of going, oh my God, I lost that person. I'm so sad. that. Mm. But tweak that. Change that idea of like, they had oh, a, I didn't lose that person. They had a beautiful life. Let's celebrate I their enjoyed life. Yeah. that time with that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm grateful we spent the last three years together. Um, I'm grateful she's in a better place or he's in a better place. And, you know, you can always turn your perspective from half glass empty to half mm-hmm. glass full. Any condition. Do you know what I mean? It could be like, it could be the worst thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, the other, like what, you got hit by a van the other day, last month, whatever. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what did yes, you learn? Yes, you know, I'm like, you know, like to me, my first reaction was I wasn't, I'm like, are you all right? But for me, it's like, I just laugh because I'm like, that shit only happens to you. <laughs> but you're still alive, right? Which is you grateful. So it happens when you build And like it, a it creates a story. Yeah. Right. The story was you get hit by a fucking truck and you leap into like running position and just kept running. And that, to me, it was like, ah, oh, shit. Dude, that fucking day. I told my mom to, um, today about it because I didn't want to tell her. And I just like, I'm thinking, I, I don't know, bro. 
like i've like i've got someone fucking seriously watching over me like yeah, yeah. a fucking entire van hit me on my fucking bike yesterday yeah. and i jumped off my bike and started someone, running yeah, this is like that does not fucking happen bro and i spoke to someone about it and he's just like you obviously have a lot more to fucking do on this fucking earth and i was like yeah that has to be that way that's what i'm saying like if you're grateful where you at now and present what life takes yeah. you you can have like a short life yeah. and it'd be fulfilling wholesome life or we can have a hundred yeah. life of torture what do you pick yeah i'll now, have a short life now if everyone anyone comments in the like puts in the comments saying what well, did you just attract a van hitting you um you can go fuck yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i think you attracted that i know i was wondering like, what's your mindset why why are you tracking that it must you must have woken up feeling sad <laughs> like like as if a truck just hit you <laughs> and then you're trying you manifested that it's probably from us partying the night before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wake up, feel like if I was to the... calm down. Yeah. There you go. You're tracking that. Touche. All right, let's finish it off, bro. I think that's good, man. All right. That's uh, thanks for having me back here. I'll see you. That's next this, this is well. This is season. Yeah, season yeah. season one finished. Uh, next season, the next episode is my twin brother is in town and he's he's gonna. Well, mum's making him um, interview me, so he's actually hosting it, and that's how we're gonna finish it off. So. But awesome. other than that, bro, this has been a fucking... I hope you get a uh, new sponsor for your shirt because I'm sick and tired of seeing that whole season. Hit uh, DM us if you want me to wear a different shirt for next yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise me. We'll, um, we'll, we'll strike a we deal. We need sponsors. We're looking for sponsors here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Dude, this has cost us a lot of money. Yeah. Getting it tequila. Tequila. It's expensive in Bali. Yeah. I have to illegally smuggle the Patron last night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome, yeah. bro. Thanks, man. Peace. And thanks for you guys for watching. We got one more episode next week, which is going to be fucking hilarious. I know because my twin brother's a cunt. So uh, everyone else, go like and subscribe. If you've loved this season so far, if you love Eddie being on the show and giving his absolute vibes and experience and everything, tonight was amazing. So other than that, adios.